Hey, what's up? It's Da Huff. It's another episode of Da Huff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, if you haven't done it, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget, today's episode, it's presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. And also, Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about Superbook Sports Colorado here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of today's show. Uh, the out-of-this-world way you can make a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Better write this one down. Get a pen and paper. This is going to be worth it. Uh, things you shouldn't try and bring through customs. <laughs> this one, I got to be honest, very shocking. I was not expecting somebody to do this. Thousands of vaginas scattered across the highway. <laughs> These are... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, also, I'm so disappointed in the Denver Broncos. And finally, my beef with Facebook slash Meta. It's weird, and it's really frustrating. We're going to get into that. But first, why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, this fall, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the book next door, just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use that promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead and bet with the best and use promo code MILEHIGH this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) Well, you've probably heard of it, and you might even own one. The Ring Home Security Camera. It's, you know, instead of a doorbell, it's, uh, it's a doorbell slash security camera built into one. Right? It's bundled. Ha! Well, anyway, the home security company has announced that their million-dollar search for extraterrestrials competition is underway, and they're encouraging users to film an extraterrestrial sighting with their ring device. The company announced that on Wednesday of last week. The contest is only open to Americans at least 18 years or older, and they got a capture unaltered scientific evidence of a real extraterrestrial life form with their ring device. This is just smart marketing. And if you have a ring or you don't, it, it, it's, it gets you more invested in your device. So if you don't have one, you're like, well, maybe we should just buy one anyway. And how crazy would it be if blah, 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 we caught something? It's, a, it's great. It's smart. I get it. But that being said, what are the what are what's the likelihood that you're going to catch something on your ring camera unless you kind of have it propped up facing more towards the sky? If you have it pointed to the sky, I guess you could see something floating in the sky. What are the chances that, the, that there's going to be an alien taking a fucking stroll in your neighborhood? So I think what you and I need to do, you can get away with this cuz Halloween's coming up. At night, 
Like, I could dress up as an alien. You could do the same thing. But we got to, like, put a twist on it. Because if it's just, like, the classic alien, either gray or kind of greenish, big head, whatever, big eyes, all that shit, it, that's, like, one thing. But if we try to, like, make it look like, for some reason, the alien's just trying to blend in, okay? We dress up in jogging gear. But, like, kind of the old school 80s jogging gear, 70s, 80s jogging gear. High, fluffy socks, sweatband going across your forehead, and just jog by ring cameras. It would be epic. You have that visual in your head right now. Could you imagine? That would be hilarious. Then, like, then you get enough people going, well, I don't know, man. This is kind of weird. You just get some, maybe it's not me that dresses up. Just get some, like, skinny kid to, to dress up because they're not going to be looking at me. They're like, well, that alien's a bit beefy, so I don't know about that. But if you get, like, some skinny twig guy or young lady, get them dressed up, boom get enough people, then they start submitting them, and then next thing you know, it's going to be on the news, and they're going to be like, apparently, Thornton, Colorado is a hotbed for alien activity. Yes, Carl, and they're also very health conscious. We can learn a lot from these aliens. I think this is a great move by Ring. It's a little silly, though, when you think about it, because what what's the likelihood that you're going to catch something good on your camera? I guess it just depends on what's in front of your camera. I look at mine. I don't have a ring camera, but I do have security cameras all over my compound. That's what I call it now. As of right now, I'm calling my house a compound because uh, I have so many security cameras. I do actually have. A, I love security cameras. They're so fun once you get them. But the way mine is, I'm not getting getting anything on the sky because I'm not I don't give a shit about the sky. I care about my property, so I have everything pointed on my property. So some people you might not have say trees or anything in front of you or another house across the street, so you might actually have a good shot of the sky. But what's the likelihood that a, a, an, a UFO is just going to land in the middle of the street right in front of your ring camera? But hey, if it does, it does. And then you're going to get a million dollars. They said one winner will receive a grand prize of $1 million awarded with $50,000 payments a year for two decades. I mean, that, it would be cool. It'd be cool. Don't mind if you if you got this. They would probably obtain the rights to it, and that's probably hidden in the fine print, and you probably wouldn't be able to make any more money off of it other than this million dollars. So it, while it would be cool, you might want to read the fine print on that because like, if you do get one, and let's say you did get this one-in-a-billion shot on your on your ring camera is it worth giving the footage over to ring or would you be happier to to uh sell it and have people pay you to use the video i would say actually the more i think about it as i'm saying that out loud i think you're better off 
to just get the money from Ring because the way technology works now, kind of like the NFT bullshit. Once that video is out there, people are going to be screenshotting it. They're going to screen recording it. And it's, it's everybody's now. So you might as well get some money out of it. So that there you go. That's my that's my financial advice for you. <laughs> is you might want to just stick with the ring thing. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Are you gonna? Does that influence you to go out there and buy a ring camera? Here's the thing. Once you get a security camera, all you realize is one. Hopefully, you live on a boring street, and two. There's a lot of weird motherfuckers out there. Like you catch people like. Uh, I almost said people shitting in your yard. You get uh, people allowing their dogs to shit in your yard. If I found somebody shitting in my yard, I would be selling that video to like TMZ and everybody else. Be like, this is just great footage. <laughs> but I haven't. Not yet. Fingers crossed. Oh my God, that would be fascinating. Be like, what happened at like two o'clock in the morning? It says somebody was out. Uh, on this one particular camera, go pull it up. And there's like your neighbor or some just random guy just dropping a deuce in the middle of your yard. <laughs> Be like, oh, oh, uh, one, two, three, not it. I'm not, I'm not cleaning that up. <laughs> I'm not cleaning it up. A what? Speaking of uh, poo, a woman's box of giraffe poop that she was planning on making into a necklace was seized at the Minneapolis airport. Who decides, you know what? I just went to Africa. I'm going to bring back some poop. So she was planning on making that into a necklace. That's just so bizarre. We'll get into that in a second. The droppings were seized by the border officials on September 29th after a woman returning from Kenya declared the animal feces Thankfully, she, I guess, declared it. I mean, she wasn't trying to hide it, I guess. Prompting an inspection by CBP agricultural specialists. The passenger stated that she obtained the droppings while on her trip and intended to make a necklace. She told the C CBP, geez, I can't say that, officers that she had previously used moose poop to make jewelry at her home in Iowa. This lady is officially the worst gift giver in history. <laughs> Imagine opening a gift from her on Christmas Day or even your birthday. Be like, you know what? Maybe I'll do this later. Hey, little Timmy, do you want to open my present for me? <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you think that, you know what? Boy, you know what you could do with that? animal poo what what you could make a necklace no no thanks oh my god that would be awful you would open that gift from her and just go <laughs> oh thanks thanks and then you look at her and be like where's the real gift and she's like yeah that is from a giraffe named carol <laughs> what are you serious? Bitch be crazy. Bitch be crazy. By the way, animal feces from Kenya could contain African swine fever, classical swine fever, Newcastle disease, foot and mouth disease, and swine vascular disease. And a veterinary service permit 
is required to bring feces into the United States. By the way, next time you're trying to bring in uh, animal feces into the United States, make sure you get that permit. Oh, my goodness. That's disgusting. What would you do if somebody gave you that as a gift? I, I just, I can't get past that. Like, here you go. Hey, so-and-so's coming over today, and she said she got us a gift from her, her trip to Kenya. Ooh, I wonder what it is. Wonder what it is. Guess what wasn't on your list of things that it could be? A poop necklace. That's not, that, that wasn't on your list. That wasn't. <laughs> That's so horrifying. This box stinks. <laughs> Why? Then you know she, you know, the next time you see her, she's expecting you to wear that damn thing too. Where's your necklace that I made you? I went all the way to Kenya to get it. And you're not even wearing it. I got that from that giraffe. Her name was Carol. She's dead now. You bastard. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'll go get the poop necklace. Why didn't you throw it away? Because of this shit. Because of this. Hundreds of white plaster casts of vaginas believed to have been en route to an art gallery tumbled onto a road in Russia uh, last month after a traffic accident. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know what else to say about that, but there is a picture of it, and it's like there's just these uh, white plastered vaginas that were, it must have been a whole bunch of them because it looks like there's like thousands of them scattered out of the back end of this truck. What a bizarre thing to see. I don't really have anything else to, to say about it, but the artist was allegedly asked about the situation, and he said, while this is devastating, the best thing we can do is recast them. But, sir, they're hardly damaged. Don't worry, sonny boy. I'll have your mother back by dawn. Oh, my God, Connery, you did this. You're the artist. That's right, and I banged your mother last night. <laughs> oh, Connery, you son of a bitch. Hey, we, we got more coming your way. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster, my go-to barbecue place. I tell you all the time, it's amazing. 144th and Orchard Parkway. It's St. Louis-style barbecue. Baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, burgers, turkey, all prepared to perfection every single day. You got to check them out on social media at Sugarfire Westie. They always show their daily specials. Chef Clint is all about it, making sure that they get some really cool, fancy-looking uh, um, you know, videos of their cool, their amazing entrees. You got to check them out. Uh, some of their most popular sides, by the way, because everybody always thinks of the main entrees and stuff like that, like I told you, the brisket and burgers and all that stuff. But they have amazing sides, including... Uh, let's see, the uh, hash brown casserole, Brussels sprouts and sweet chili, cucumber salad, smashed loaded potatoes, uh, fried pickles, which are my favorite, French fries, of course, and just so many others that are just going to make you just roll your eyes in the back of your head with just, just pure delight. Sugar Fire in Westminster, like I said, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family-friendly, perfect for date night, and... 
even catering. If you have a special family event, like a birthday, weddings, holiday parties, or even a big office meeting, talking about holiday parties, you could do either a holiday party for your company or just a big meeting for your company. No worries. Sugar Fire in Westminster got you covered. So give them a call. Check them out. Sugar Fire in Westminster, just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron or just west of I-25. Follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westie. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue so, reinvent, reinventing barbecue every single day. Yeah, I screwed that up at the end, but whatever, okay? Hey, real quick, before we get into the mailbag, I saw this, and I was like, "This oh, this is just bizarre. Crocs, you know the famous Crocs shoes and whatever, they got holes in them. I've never owned a pair of Crocs. My wife, daughter, son all own a pair of Crocs, and they love them. I don't. I don't have them. Never even tried one on. Okay? But they're going to start selling cowboy boots later in the month of October. Okay? Just so you know. And yes, they're exactly what you would think. Where they have like the traditional high uh, ankle where it goes up to almost your knee. And then it's like the standard croc bottom where it has holes and stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Cowboy to Huff, what do you think about that? What in the hell? That ain't all balls. I have nothing else to say. That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I I look at these and I'm like, that's it's it's got to be a joke, but it's not. And here's the thing. People are going to buy them. They're going to buy them. Don't know why you would buy one, but people are. We There's a, a Croc outlet store uh, nearby, and I went in there, and I'm like, geez, man, these are expensive. Are they that comfortable? I've never owned a pair. My wife and kids, like I said, they swear by them. They love them. They're comfortable. I just can't imagine wearing them. I'm, I guess I'm just too old-fashioned. I'm either in my bare feet or I'm wearing just standard, like, tennis shoes. That's it. That's ridiculous. You know what's not ridiculous? Getting into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Adam. Adam said, "The uh, what's the appropriate amount of time spent solving imaginary problems while avo- avoiding the real problems? Whoa, that's, that's very interesting because I guess it depends on the problems. But the first thing that popped in my head, Adam, was it's like spending all this time focusing on going to Mars, right? Elon Musk and everybody's like, let's go to Mars. Start, you know, creating a new, you know, atmosphere and building shit up there, blah, 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 blah. But we should be focusing all that time and energy on just fixing the Earth that we fucked up, right? So... I guess it depends, but if it's a standard uh, imaginary problem to a real problem, like everyday life for Joe Schmo, oh, we'll go five minutes. Okay, how about that? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's ridiculous. I, I That still bugs me. It's like, yeah, that's cool. It's great. But can't we figure out a way to, like, clean up the shit here? And then we all 
you know, deal with where we're at. Let's live in reality, not on Mars, okay? It's just, just bizarre. Daniel wrote in, if the Broncos were in the Star Wars universe starting in 2016, who plays what character? God, that's a that's a very interesting qu- question. Uh, especially when you look at it from this angle. Somebody sent me this text. I'm assuming it's right, even if it's sl- it, even if it's wrong, it's slightly wrong. The Broncos had seven losing seasons in their first 44 years of existence. Since Gary Kubiak left in 2016, they've had seven losing seasons and a record of 41 and 74. That's disgusting. That's embarrassing. Like any other company, that is you're going in the tank and you're you're ready to file for bankruptcy type of thing. Let's just start liquidating everything and start getting rid of every, everybody and everything. Sorry, guys. Can't afford everybody. Um, that's really hard. And I was going to come in here and go, well, Yoda would be uh, whoever, whatever. I don't know. But just like Star Wars, the Broncos are overpriced and fake as shit. Okay. Man, the Broncos are so disappointing right now. I know, Daniel, you wanted me to go through, and Yoda is this guy, and, you know, uh, Sean Payton is this guy, and blah, blah, blah. Who's uh, Luke Skywalker is whatever. I can't. First of all, don't like this. I don't like Star Wars. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He said it. Ew, ew, he doesn't like Star Wars. I don't, I don't. Chewbacca. It's the best character they have, and he can't understand a goddamn thing that he says. (laughs) Sounds like a a squirrel getting thrown into a wood chipper. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's Chewbacca. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I... By the way, you can kind of see, and I had said this when the Broncos signed Russell Wilson, that it was a double-edged sword because I think that ultimately he he can be a benefit for the, the team, but we're starting to see why you shouldn't overpay for one player because what do you what ends up happening to your budget? If you have a grocery budget of $100 for the week and you spend let's I'm just going to throw out an imaginary number you're spending 45% of your budget on one item and then you're like shit well we have all this other stuff to get um well I guess we're just going to have to buy all the store brand shit guess what what happens when you buy a bunch of store brand shit. Some might be okay. Some might be good. But there's going to be a lot that you're like, oh my God, this tastes like garbage. That's what the Broncos have right now. They have overpaid for their quarterback in Russell Wilson. And that means that they can't afford to upgrade around him. And it's just going to get worse. 
So I wouldn't doubt if by the end of this season they find a way to just part ways with Russell Wilson. You know, he might end up lighting it up at the by, you know, let's say starting this week against the the Chiefs. I don't see it happening. But let's just say that they go he goes out there and just lights it up every single freaking week and he's just a stud. I still think that they'll they'll probably part ways with him due to finances. It just doesn't make sense. You're overpaying for one player and it basically that takes away from everybody else and you can't afford to have better players around you. It's just like any other business, guys. Any other business. You're overpaying for him. And you're not getting great results out of it either. So it's not like, you know, you got a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning back there. You don't. But I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But to say they're disappointing is an understatement right now. And uh I you know, what's the worst Star Wars movie? <laughs> Phantom Menace. There you go. They're the Phantom Menace of the Star Wars universe. That's the Denver Broncos. I don't know. I'm not a huge Star Wars person, but maybe that's spot on. Maybe it's off. It's really disappointing. I mean, I feel like a parent. You know, your kid does something, and you're like, you're better than that. You you know that, right? You shouldn't be making these mistakes. But you are. You got to pull your head out of your butt, Broncos. And do something about it because it's, you know, just really disappointed in you. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Now, go clean the bathrooms and go to bed early, okay? Jesus. And no dessert. Do you guys give your kids dessert on a regular basis? I don't. I Are you supposed to? No, I don't think you're supposed to. That's like Then it just becomes part of the daily routine. You're like, Where's my dessert? I I just ate all my food. Now I need a cake, Mom. Dad, where's my cake? This isn't double-layer cake. This is only single-layer. What am I, a gosh-darn alien? No. This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, little Timmy, you little dickhead. Hey, uh, moving on from the mailbag, I, I told you at the beginning of this show that I'm dealing with some alleged bullshit with Facebook or Meta. And it's weird because there's part of me, I'm like, is this some like weird solicitation? Because I don't really fucking know. It's really hard to tell these days. But I got a notification from Meta saying that my page was about to be deleted due to violations. And then now that being said, I did have a violation on there which took me forever to fucking find it. And I'm like, where, where's this alleged violation? Guess what the violation was? This is so, so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Remember when I did that story about that lady? Oh, I don't remember. I think it was Michigan that fell in the, the outhouse and had to be rescued because she was trying to get her uh, Apple watch that fell in. I posted a video about that, just a, like a condensed version of the story, posted it on there, and somehow that violated something. And that's allegedly, that's the only violation I could find. So it says in the under the violation, once I officially found that, and I'm like, 
it, it said, uh, you should delete this or something like that. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just delete it. I don't care. And then, so I deleted it, but then I'm like looking around. I'm like, I don't see anything that says that it's officially going to be deleted or deactivated or whatever. So then trying to send a message to Meta is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. You can't, you, it's Im almost impossible. So I finally found something and I'm like, I don't even know if this is going to go to them. So I send a complaint essentially saying, I was like, you need to give me more of a heads up and more information on something if, it, if it's a violation of some sort. Because then I'm like, because this is the message I got from you guys. Is this spam or is this, you know, because people disguise their shit all the time. And you don't know what you're getting. And it just drives me crazy. So there's a chance my Facebook page to huff uncensored might get deleted, which really pisses me off because I'm right at the cusp of 24,000 followers. That took me forever to get. And I have more followers on that than, well, half the, half the sports talk radio stations in, in the state. So that kind of pisses me off. I worked my butt off to get that and, and do videos like nonstop and, and post shit and people slowly, slowly following. Now, what's funny about that, too, is while I say I have tw almost 24,000 followers, a lot of those people follow, and then they they're just oblivious to Facebook and how it works. Because <laughs> I posted on there, because I created a, a, a backup account, a backup page, just called the Huff Podcast, and I said on on my the Huff Uncensored, I said uh, Facebook is threatening to delete my account, blah blah blah, blah or my my page. So go ahead and like the other page, uh, and I put a link. Then I got a bunch of you were like, okay, done, 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 and then you see a bunch of other people going, no no thanks or not interested like and what's funny they still follow my page <laughs> like the Dahuff uncensored page i'm like you guys don't know how facebook works do you and then you look at their profile picture because i did i did some light facebook stalking and i'm like yeah there's a common similarity with these people they're all in their uh, upper 50s or beyond okay they don't know how Facebook works. Uh, uh, like, you dummies. You're acting like I'm a solicitor. Like, I just rang your doorbell in the middle of the day, and you were just about to go drop a deuce in the bathroom, and you're like, ah, oh, so inconvenient. And then you open the door, and you're so irritated that I'm, I'm talking to you. That you're like, you know what? No. Before I even say anything, you're just like, we're not interested. You're literally following my page. And you're treating me like, dare I say, a Jehovah Witness. By the way, Jehovah Witnesses, you guys are very friendly. I don't know how the heck you guys do that. I don't know if I have a large demographic of, of uh, Jehovah Witnesses that listen to this show. Probably, I don't know, maybe I do. But you guys got big balls going to everybody's door. And you know that the majority of them are going to say no. 
That's that you got big balls. My goodness gracious. I did the I went door to door for a presidential campaign one year and boy it is a mixed bag of reactions when you knock on the door just reminding people to go out and vote. <laughs> I thought I thought at least one guy was going to punch me in the face. There was one lady, I swear to fucking god, she answers the door and she has she had a cigarette in her mouth. It's like ingrained in my brain. She had a cigarette in her mouth and she was just putting down her her like little toddler baby. And I'm like what in the fuck did I just walk in on? And I was like, hi, I'm just reminding you to go out and vote whatever side you go for. That's fine. Just, you know, hey, here's a pamphlet. And you're like, get the hell out of here. I already voted. I'm like, okay. Okay, God. <laughs> Jeez. Dick. Maybe you should go change your kid's diaper because that thing is just, that's like a low rider right there. <laughs> Maybe change it more than once a day. I'm just saying. Just saying. Oh man, what a, that whole Facebook thing though just drives me nuts. Just drives me nuts, and the fact that it's so difficult to actually get a hold of somebody and talk to them really pisses me off. Because I remember, like, even talking to like iTunes and stuff like that, and uh, Apple and all that stuff. That's fairly easy. When I officially started the podcast, like I I reached out and I called just to make sure I was doing something right. Uh, there was a, no, that was actually before I did the podcast. I was helping set up Mark Schlereth's podcast stuff. And, and I called them and they were so good about answering that as far as iTunes and all that stuff. I'm like, geez, but not, not fucking meta. Man, if there's a good way to contact them, I would love to know. Because I just want to make sure that I'm in on the straight and narrow. And it's like, dude, you're literally... Vi saying I'm in violation. I was in violation for that, but I don't know if that's directly connected to the uh, the alleged message saying that my my account was or my page was going to be deactivated or deleted. But then you sit there and go, really? You sat there and you're even for even if it wasn't, but then you're still saying that it was a violation of me talking about a woman falling in an outhouse. That's so ridiculous. And somebody mentioned this. Uh, if you notice lately on my social medias, you'll notice that I'm bleeping stuff out. It's because of that garbage. So somebody even mentioned that on TikTok. They're like, I think it's funny that you're to huff on censored, but you're bleeping stuff out. I was like, I know, but it's otherwise you get flagged. It's stupid. <laughs> social media. Oh my God. I hate it. So annoying. You need it so much as a small business, but it just sits there and bites you in the butt every time. They want you to be bubblegum and rainbows, but they want you to be yourself, but you can't be yourself. And it, it's so frustrating. Very frustrating. Anyway, I'll let you know if it gets deleted anytime this week. Anyway, you guys have an amazing day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Hopefully you did. Uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. I'm headed out there tonight from 6 to 8 every Monday night. We got great specials on cocktails. Hang out at the bar and watch some football. It's just a great place to just hang out. They got a cool bar, and 
They also have an outdoor seating area too. So you can either sit outside or sit inside and watch the game. It's really cool. Great atmosphere. Plus, you know, it's family friendly and it's just a cool, cool vibe in there. And, and when you walk in, it just smells like smoked meat. And I love that. Love that. Uh, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado as well. It's DeHuff Uncensored. Have an amazing day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.